I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson's Secret 2. I'm joined by the gorgeous Gemma Atkinson. How are you, Petal? I'm very well. I've had my brew, so I'm all good. <laughs> I've had a brew, you've had a wee. We're good to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do love a good wee. My favourite things to do that are free are wheeze, yawns and sneezes. Yes. Yeah, sneezes are underrated, actually, aren't they? I read somewhere that they're yeah. one-eighth of an orgasm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It kind of makes sense when yeah, you see it, you know? Kind of, yeah. There's something there. <laughs> There's definitely something in a sneeze, mate. <laughs> We've focused loads on your amazing acting, uh, acting career, but we can't ignore the fact that you've like been very busy in the reality world as well. Mm, yeah. Don't, like, you just, like, I still, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It feels like you've had about eight lives, mate. How do you have the time for everything? It's crazy, isn't it? When, when I, because my mum's, bless her, has got a scrapbook of everything I've done. Like, she, well, she's got about four, four scrapbooks in the loft. Surprised it's only four, fucking hell. <laughs> but every now, every now and again, I'll go in. Like when we moved out, so I had to go in the loft to get some bits. And I seen it and I thought, oh, and it's things that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. You know, that I, I would have forgotten about forever if I, my mum hadn't collected it for me, bless her. <laughs> so it's just so, nice that she's got it. Oh, no, I feel like stuff like that's lush. It's probably underrated. My mates did this one for me 30th a couple of years ago. And like, they'd obviously had to like troll through Facebook pics. And there's even some of those old, like, you know, the disposable camera pictures oh, and yeah. stuff. Even some of them in and like, God, the haircuts, the makeup decisions. Like yeah. there was a point last where I was probably about like, ni- like 19 to 21. So like my uni years basically, yeah. where like, I just love, and it's come back. I think the look, but like underwear is outerwear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was doing a lot of that. And I was doing a lot of um, Dolly Mix from Mac on yes. a, 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 yeah. no bronzer. Just no, just bright Dolly pink, Mix, yeah. yeah. And no eyebrows. No, no I did it was, not draw them. Pamela Anderson eyebrows, weren't it? Thin eyebrows. Wasn't even thin, lass. Like, I had my own eyebrows. I just would put my foundation on and then not bother Cover with them up. after. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Looked like a boiled <laughs> egg. <laughs> we went through a phase of, we did the denim skirts, but the hem of the skirt was like a, a built-in belt. Oh. And and your uh, wedge, sand, like your cork wedges, sandals. Got we used Everybody to wear them all the time. Everybody yeah. loved a wedge. And do you remember the big, um, like, belts, the big circle, the yes. big discs? Three circles the... loop. Yeah. Yes. Oh, honestly, mate, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> um, so what was, out of all of them, because I've got you did, I'm a celeb, soap star, superstar, Strictly, of course. What was your fave? Um, probably Strictly, because I met Gorka on there. Got to be lo- it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I loved I'm a celeb, the fact that you, you could just spend you know, three weeks without having to do your showering and your makeup and air and stuff. And I love the whole experience of being out in the wilderness. Yeah. But with Strictly, you kind of learn a skill. Not that I'm a dancer by any means. I, I know a dance routine. No, I'm not uh-huh. a dancer. There's a massive difference. But <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, it Strictly was the job that changed my whole life. And as a result of that show, I've got my, my little girl and my fiance. 
You've, it's got to be your favourite for that reason, yeah, Hannah. Yeah, definitely. Tell us all about how you're like getting together with Gorka because we had Oti Mabusi on ages ago now. Like, yeah. um, she's oh, a busy she's ba- Isn't she class? She's a proper yeah. busy, busy bear. I'm glad I got it, got her in when we did. But um, I sort of brought up the Strictly curse with her and she was dead defensive. She was like, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. And I was like, no, I, I fucking definitely think it's a thing already. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know I've never done it. I've never been in this situation. But you can proper see, like, you know, yeah. all these like sweaty bodies and sexy routines and your swimsuit parts getting smushed together. Like, I honestly think like it takes a stronger person than me, you know, to not to think, do God, it. Yeah. yeah. You, would you, you'd be good on Strictly's. It'd be a good show for you to do. Honestly, mate, like not only can I not dance to save me life, like I literally have zero rhythm. I'm, I'd be like a fresh. That was like arms. me though. I was like that. I no, you've got a no. bit of showbiz quality, no. you though, lass. You I'd definitely not musical theatre and stuff like that. I'd never done, but with with Strictly, that's the that's the joy of it is that you learn something each week. It's a little each week you feel so proud of yourself, even yeah. if it's just a little tiny step that you've picked up. Yeah. But no, we didn't see it as a curse because the like. Well, you guys were both single, weren't you? Yeah, and I mean, we didn't dance together either. We, I know, we, that's where you so, kind of book the trend, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, but from I think from from someone who's, from people who are watching the show, I can see why they think that. Like, when you see the pros dancing together, they're so intense and it's like oh, an act, honestly, it's a performance. It's electric, and, isn't it? Yeah, but it's kind of like if you're an actor and you had to do a kissing scene with someone. You do the scene and you're so intimate and close. And when the director's out to court, you go, oh, right, should we go and get lunch, mate? Right, let's go. And you both go your separate yeah. ways. And so it's about being in that zone in the minute. And obviously for the performance, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it was awkward because I was dancing with Ali Ash and we had to do a rumba. Uh-huh. And obviously Ali Ash's wife, Jeanette, who was lovely, she's an oh. absolute joy. Um, she was saying to me, you need to look like you, you, you want him in that way. She said, you've got, it's a rumba, you have to Shit. do it. You, you know, it's the quarterfinals, you need, you've got to be intense, you've got to be mm-hmm. passionate. And I was like, oh my, and, and I wasn't on the day. Coming from someone's so wife. That's a mad, yeah. it's a mad oh, conversation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And she was like, Gemma, you're dancing. It's a dance routine. That's what, that's what you do. Um, and as soon as the routine's over, you, you know, you're back to normal again. So I know how it looks from people, but, we kind of just, I used to see him only on a Saturday in the studio because he rehearsed in London and we rehearsed in Manchester. Right. So I didn't really get to see him in the week at all. It was a Saturday and a Sunday. And I think it was on like week three or four. He, he just said to me, he said, are you dashing back up to Manchester on Sunday? I said, yeah. He said, well, do you want to get some breakfast before before oh. you go? He said, I'll meet you. He said, there's a little place near Euston. I'll take you for some breakfast. So I was like, okay. He's um, so cute. That's really sweet, isn't it? Bless him. <laughs> um, and we went, we went for brekkie and it, and it went from there, really. And then it was kind of when we were on tour in the January, we were together all day, every day for three weeks. I bet you that was nice, like a, new little, a new little romance. Just oh. yeah. Was it still secret then, Jim? Not on the tour, no. no. It was kind of because there's not as much, there was no, not as much press around the tour. No one's really bothered from the media world. It's obviously yeah. the tours for the Strictly fans who want to see yeah. the show. Um, and of course, all the cast knew because we we were staying in the same same hotels. So we doing used some to just corridor creeping in that. Yeah, <laughs> we used to just book the same room. Um, but it was just nice. But we we did we were adamant that obviously you'll know if you do a show like with any channel, you're very well looked after yeah. unless it's SAS clearly. But to the <laughs> stage where you get your cars provided to and from the studio, you get. Every morning you get your schedule, your call time. Everything's done for you. It was easy. Yeah. 
So we said, like, this isn't real life at all. This is a, a bubble that we're very privileged to be in. Once this ends and we're like, you've got to fend for yourself. You live did, in London, I live in Manchester. Did the logistics worry you? Yeah, it was just kind of, I mean, the distance of where we lived didn't worry me. I've done long distance before, but I just thought, what, what are we like away from all these people and on our own? So Out of the booked, bubble? Yeah. So mm. we, we booked a holiday to Tenerife, just the two of us. And obviously the weather's lovely, but they always say, isn't it, going on holiday with someone is a good a good Bit test. of a test. Yeah, everyone always is like, oh God, like you, you, everybody everybody has a great time on holiday. You always love each other. That's not a good test. But I disagree, mate. No, like good, I feel yeah. like, yeah, if you can live each, under each other's feet like that 24 hours a day, like I think it's a good test yeah. of whether you're compatible or not. Well, we we went and we we loved it. Um, and we it was only when we got back, it was the same situation that you had. There was pictures of me not looking my best. Fucking hate um, that, mate. Isn't yeah. it's a guaranteed way to bring you down at your holiday and buzz? We went to the photographer and we just were very polite and just asked how on how he he knew where we were going because we booked it literally two days before. Yeah. And he said it was someone at the airline. He said we have we have staff. He said across every airline we have people who work there. No. He, he said so they can tell us what names are booking in, what airport you're coming into, yeah. and we'll have a guy at that end to tell you from the airport to your hotel. This is honestly not okay, mate. Like, yeah. to, do you know what? <sighs> right, so get on this. So obviously, you know, we've just got engaged, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I did not expect this at all. Like, I knew we were going in that direction. I knew I wanted to marry him, but I didn't expect it to him to ask me then. Yeah. Um, the reason being, like, I think Dubai is a bit of a, a bait place. I think people are always celeb spotting. I think everybody's a bit like, you know, got their phones out taking their selfies. That's, that's what I thought. But yeah. I was so excited by the day. I didn't even think about it. Anyway, we didn't tell anyone. We had five nights, like just living, telling my mates as and when, telling my yeah, family's FaceTiming, being in a bubble. And then my PR rang and he was like, um, the son have got the story. So you're going to have to. And I was like, how have they got it? Someone videoed her. Someone oh, videoed. No. Erkan asking me to marry him and the soul of the son. Oh, that's awful. So, like, listen, lass, when I say it, I fucking get what you like, I, we were so in this bubble, Jen, oh, you know? What a shame for him. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, like, in the end, like, the son were dead canny about it. They were like, you release your pictures. We, we've bought this video. We won't let anyone else have it. Like, they proper played ball in our defense. Like, yeah. I'm not mad at them. They're doing a job. I'm no, mad at the person, you know? Yeah, for even contemplating that they, they've obviously thought oh, and, and I bet the reality is they've probably got 200 quid mate if that mean? it's yeah. fucking me third one. <laughs> oh, is it your third <laughs> this is my third <laughs> third time oh. looking for me as well that's it petal this is it where you have but that's life, the thing so. people say oh you've been right engaged three times I can't help it if guys want to marry me <laughs> listen <laughs> I, c- I just can't help all of this no you know? exactly if they want to marry us it's on them innit just he has us just walking about our daily life, giving birth mm-hmm. to charisma. Men are just attracted. What can we say? Oh, I didn't know it was your third as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but Gork has the one, isn't he, lass? Yeah, he's lovely. And I think it, without sounding awful, we don't see each other all day, every day. And it's been like that from the start. Yeah. We come back from Tenerife. He lived in London. I lived in Manchester. And it's it was, we've, I think the longest we've done apart is like 16 weeks. That was during the Strictly Lockdown stuff. Oh, yeah. But we used to have... Hard. Yeah, well, it, for me, did, I, it went quick because I had Mia. I was so going to say, did little, you have Mia? You know, a little yeah. one to look after, but he he really struggled. He's lucky in that he he was dancing with Maisie that year, and she's lovely. And they got on like yeah. a house on fire. She's so so nice. Um, she was actually at his gig with us on um Saturday, 
Mm. And she's she's fab. So I think she's incredible, isn't she? Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Jim, can I, just when you said that there, like, do you think it plays a huge part in how well you do as a couple on Strictly if you get on together? Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you you're together all day, every day. So mm. you want every year I always say to him, oh, I hope you get someone like Katie yeah. Piper. He loved Katie Piper. Yeah. Um, he, he always says, Oh, she's she's been brilliant. And you know, because you get some partnerings where because obviously I'm friends with all the, the Strictly cast now and they've said, oh, sometimes it's tarnished because not that they don't like a partner, but sometimes you just don't get on with people. You can't, yeah, you, you can't yeah, have you like either, great chemistry with everyone. No, there's people who you find you click with and there's people who find, you know, they get on your tits or vice versa or whatever. Um, and when your job is to be with that person all day, teaching them to dance, you know, you need to have some kind of... Connection. Yeah, and just the right yeah. level of respect for each other, really. I, I completely get that. That would be my, like, I, I would be really worried that I'd do it and I wouldn't, the worst person wouldn't like us or they wouldn't like me. It's a long time to spend with someone when you just don't yeah. get on. I know. Yeah, I'd also definitely. just be really embarrassed that I'd be crap, like the Ed Balls, like the, <laughs> the, the comedy act. I definitely think that's your Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that would be me. I can't even talk about it to make me sweat behind the knees. I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> just at the thought. So you guys are engaged, like not to rush your timeline because being engaged is beautiful, but what's yeah. the plans, Gem? Are you getting married soon? Are you chilling? Yeah. What's going on? Well, I don't think we'll do it soon. We, we wanted to go abroad and do it so his yeah. family can come. Um, they don't speak English, so we thought the last Where's thing... Where's Gorka from? He's from, from Spain, Bilbao Ooh, in nice. Spain. But as I said, the last thing, you, you don't want to be at a wedding and not be able to order a drink because they're, really, they're boring for guests, aren't they, weddings? Unless you're oh, involved yeah. in it, you'd be bored. <laughs> so we said at least if our lot go over there, you know, the Spanish waiters can speak English, his family can communicate. But it's just when, because of all the, the COVID, we've, we've said we'd prefer to try for another baby than have a, you know, a big fancy wedding with finances and stuff. Oh, you know, there's people, I know they'll spend 40, 50 grand on a wedding and you think, oh my God. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, Honestly, my um, my we've got a wedding planner, and she does like a lot of football lessons and stuff. And I remember showing her like one of the pictures of something she'd done, and I gave her a budget and that, you know. And then yeah. I showed her this picture, and I was like, "If we could do something like this, it would be amazing, mate." And she was like, "The budget you gave me wouldn't cover the fucking flowers." And I was like, "Oh ah! no!" God, yeah, but I'm not on. I'm not on two hundred grand a week, so you know I thought right. No, exactly. It's obviously, so it's, it's what we've we've said like we've we've twice thought about going to the registry office and just doing it and then having a big party. That would be nice, you know. Yeah. I would. I think that is really lovely. Did you ever see Billy and Greg Shepard? They got obviously they had a big wedding in the Maldives, but they yeah. got married in like officially 
in a, like a London registry and it was the picture ice cream are absolutely stunning and so classic. I feel yeah. like you've, you've definitely got that in your locker, man. Yeah, we, we have said we'd, we'd probably prefer to do that. My cousin and his wife just went on holiday, come back and said we've got married. <laughs> and they had pictures of him. She had a dress on, he had his suit, they looked lovely. Then they had a big party and they wore the same outfits. It was fab. Oh, honestly, there's so much to be said for just like doing it exactly the way you want. Like, yeah. I think lockdown has showed a lot of people that like life is short and it's precious yeah. and it should be lived the way you want. So if it's like big fancy ceremony, if it balls to the wall, if you want to give yeah, like a football or a run yeah. for their money, do it. But if you want to do like a registry office where you're nearest and dearest, I think that's super special too. Right? Yeah, definitely. But the new baby's exciting. What the hell? Yeah, well, we've said we, we always want, well, I always wanted two. I'm one of two. My mum's one of two. Gorka's mm. one of two. So we, we did say we'd always love to have, if we're lucky enough, um, two children. You know, I, I, I understand I'm obviously 38 this year. Um, but I, I, whenever we, we talk about it, I say, yeah, yeah, we will. But not yet, though. I have a bit of a panic. <laughs> I'll go, wait, wait till Mia's a little bit older. <laughs> How old um, is she now? She's three in July. So it's three and a half, four years between me and my sister. And like, yeah, that's what not, we said. It's a nice... Not to like push you in any sort of <laughs> good direction, but me and my sister are best mates. Yeah. It's quite nice. Well, there's seven between me and our kid, but my mum had Nina a lot younger than I had Mia. Yeah. And she just said, she said, I'll be honest, I, I wanted to wait till Nina could help. She said so. <laughs> she said so I had like a little help. Good idea, man. Yeah. Good idea. Oh. Now, whenever it happens, last it'll be absolutely beautiful. Like, I get you on the age thing. I've literally, once I finish this, I'm heading to... Go and have a little fertility MOT. Oh, nice. I know. I just want to catch, like, catch up, find out where I'm at, you know, like yeah, potentially. It's good to do. Yeah, starting a bit of an egg freezing process, even though I'm dead happy with Urkan. Like, we've not been together that long. And no, you want to enjoy your time as well. Yeah, totally, mate. Like, there's places we want to go. There's still things I want to do. And, like, he's only 28, so I don't want to rush his sort of timeline for the sake of my my aging yeah. uterus <laughs> it is surprising though how you how you fit them into your routine because we were together about two years and i remember thinking the same as you i was like oh shit it's we've not done that much together yeah but i i always think there's a, there's always a reason not to try and have a baby i and that's but what once you have them, you think oh what did i do without you yeah you, you just kind of it's crazy how they just kind of fit in the only thing I can kind of compare it to, mate, because obviously I've got no point of reference, but it's my lobe, it's me dog. Yeah. And like, it does it does add a different dynamic to your life. Like, we yeah. can't be as footloose and fancy free. Like, we if we want a holiday, I have to think, well, is me mum away then? Because she obviously comes yeah, to the You know what? Like, yeah. So it, it adds that extra, I suppose, level of necessary organisation. But sometimes when I'm lying there at night and cuddling my lobe, I think, I do not know what I did without you, darling. Yeah, it's true. It changed your life, don't they, dog? Yeah, and I mean, it, I, I, absolutely. You did just before you got on go running past us with one of my brand new lubes. And I was just oh. like, fucking come back here. <laughs> I could have done without him in that moment. But the rest of the time, He's angel. <laughs> uh, mate, you have a brand new book out and I can't let you go before you tell what all about it because I basically just read the press release, right, Gem? And I haven't even got a kid, but I really want the book. <laughs> it's fucking class. Oh, it's great. Do you know what? We wanted to do one, a follow-up from my first one, but... Obviously, it says it's aimed at new mums. It's aimed at any mums, whether yeah. your kid's newborn, two, three, four. It's just 24. Kind of, it's, yeah. It just looks like a really great book. And oh, yeah. I'm so proud of you for it. Oh, thanks, Vic. It's, it's kind of, we want, I wanted to do something whereby when I was pregnant, the first question I was always asked in interviews is, when are you going to snap back? And what, what's your time frame? 
so toxic. That yeah. narrative is fucking toxic. Yeah, and I and it just really stuck with me. And I thought, I don't, and my body's not going anywhere. It's just changing shape to house a human. Yeah. So I just, I just, I said to me, agent, there's nothing that I've read that is just real for me. Whereby I want to talk about the fact that I wasn't, I didn't have a pregnancy glow at all. I was just fucking sweating. It wasn't a glow. <laughs> I'm sweating daily, like I am now in the seat. Um, and it's like my, my boobs, everyone said, oh, your boobs, they look amazing when they're pregnant. And, yeah, they do in a bra. Yeah. But when I took my bra off, they were like golf balls in socks. You know, it's kind of – so I just wanted to write wanted- something from my honest opinion. Yeah. And we've got, obviously, professionals in there who are professional mummy MOTs when it comes to your pelvic floor. Um, and it's just like loads of different recipes and a, a training plan to getting back to you again, not – not losing weight, not snapping back, just feeling your best again. Even by just having a, you know, a bath and a, a facial at home, just doing it yourself. It doesn't have to be anything luxurious and glam. Yeah. It's just little small things that I used to take for granted before I had Mia. You know, <laughs> but now, yeah. now you've realised how grateful you are to have, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's so hard. Like, I think there's such immense pressure put on women, like, through every stage of our life, you know, to just have it figured out, to look great, to do it all, to be this superhero. And actually, like, the older I get and the more of these stages I tick off, the more I realise, like, actually none of us have it figured out. And, like, there is no sort of snapback. There is no moment where everything falls into place. Like, these things are created by media, probably by men, to Mm. make us feel inadequate. And I think the more books that get made like yours, like, the better because yeah. it's so honest and it makes women feel better about themselves and kind of lets them feel they're not alone, right? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I always say to women, like to, to mums, when I get a lot of mums messaging me saying they've they've spilt the baby's milk or they took them to toddlers without a heart and forgot, which I've done loads of times, or this has happened. And I've said, yeah, but you're little and I still think you're the best mum in the world. I never once looked at my mum as a toddler and thought, oh, you spilt my drink before or you didn't put my hat on. <laughs> You just want your mum and dad. Yeah, you'd never think that, would you? You just, you're little and always thinks you're the the best person. Um, And I know there was times when I was trying to feed me and because she was so little, I was struggling to feed her. Yeah. And I got to about 11 weeks of breastfeeding and I remember thinking I'm going to stop. And there was a lot of pressure on me. Breast is best. If you can can continue, you can. And I remember saying to someone, I'm exhausted. My my boobs are wrecking me. I'm, I'm not happy doing this. I'm really struggling. And my mum just said, Gemma, a, a fed baby is a happy baby. She said, you yeah, were, you were bottle fed. She said, you weren't breastfed. You turned okay-ish. Your sister turned okay-ish. <laughs> none, of yous, none of yous were breastfed. And she said back in her day, they'd come to the end of the bed and say, breast a bottle. You'd say bottle, they'd go, right, and give it you. Whereas now it's so kind where of did this all where did this all come from then? I don't know. I mean, some, some women physically can't breastfeed. They don't produce milk. So then yeah. they're made to feel like, the first thing that's expected of them in motherhood, they, they, they're failing at. And it's, it's not a case a... of that. There's lots of different ways to, to feed your baby and you do whatever is best and, you know, easiest and convenient for your baby and yourself. But honestly, like, I haven't got, again, I haven't got children. Um, and I, I do hope one day I'm, I'm blessed with that journey, you know. But all me mates who've got kids, like some of them come on nights out, like we'll come on a weekend away and that and she'll 
she'll get back in me and she just sits with getting her makeup done like expressing yeah. with her pumps on and that and like you do what you gotta do yeah she's breastfeeding she's fine and then the other mates are like yeah I couldn't get away with the breastfeeding and I'm and like she's really honest and she's like it, ha- it was natural for me but yeah. if it wasn't you best believe I'd be doing bottle and I love these like wicked strong women just like yeah. having this open conversation about what worked for them because at the end of the day Jeremy you're totally right all that your baby needs is to be healthy happy and fed and it yeah. doesn't fucking care whether it's breast whether it's bottle no whether it's mcdonald's chips off the floor no like, exactly <laughs> that's what it goes to you start on breast or you start on bottle you all end up with a mackies in the back of your car i mean, I, I was one of the mums i remember saying i'm not i'm going to try and not give her chocolate and then as soon as she could eat like chew proper food i remember driving one time she was screaming i was like i did an emergency stop for some chocolate buttons i was like fucking have them have them all just take them yeah you do whatever Get balls you can deep. yeah yeah oh god because it's tough lass and i just think like whatever works for you and whatever makes you like have a healthy, happy baby as well. It's the right thing, isn't it? Definitely. So the book is going, it's out now and it's full of like amazing recipes, amazing workouts and just loads of like your top tips and things you learned. Yeah, just things I experienced, my kind of story, finding out I was pregnant, how I got through it all. And there's like little, uh, there's a bit I love, top 10 commandments in there just to kind of read out to yourself when you're feeling a bit shitty and and, and not good enough for anything. It's, It's it's the difference it makes writing something down and reading it to yourself. I love that. Uh, it does make a difference. Sounds a bit like the new mum's Bible. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm definitely. Obsessed. <laughs> Great, man. Well, I'm so excited for you, Gem. I hope it's an absolute roaring success. It's all you deserve. Thank before, you, I, Before I let you go, Yara mm-hmm. Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners um, a little pearl of wisdom, a nugget just so right. they don't feel like they've been listening to me witter on for an hour about fucking out. Um, and it sounds as though like throughout, through your life, whether you're like posing in lads mags, t- navigating the world of social media, smashing the soap star status, you have dealt with anything life has thrown at you. Motherhood, mm. relationships in the public eye, anything. So I want to know what your secret is to dealing with anything life throws at you. Um, for me, I've, it's learning not to worry about stuff you can't change. That's it. I think that there's, there's a lot of times we can't control a situation. And I'm, my dad always used to say to me, worrying's like a rocking horse. It's something to do, but it'll get you nowhere. I say that. And it's it's like a rocking chair. I say yeah. it all the time. And he says you can either sit on your rocking chair worrying, getting nowhere, or you can put it out your head because you can't change it and, and work with what you can change. So it's about, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Like, me now as a 37-year-old would never worry about being pictured having a fun night out with the girls. But it, for a good period of my 20s, it destroyed my nights out of fear of what other people thought of me when most of them were probably looking at that newspaper hung over themselves anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, it's, it's so, and it does a lot. It comes, like, wisdom, like, insight, everything. It comes with age, you know? Definitely, and I do, yeah. do feel like I, I was so ter- terrified about being 30, Gem, you know? And then... Actually, like the further I get into my thirties, like the more I love them. Like oh, it's the best, isn't it? Like twenties, yeah. I was racked with like insecurity, self doubt, cri- like hated myself, like spent mm. so long not liking what I saw in the mirror. And now, like I'm so content and accepting of myself and my flaws and things. It's really liberating. Yeah. It's brilliant. You, 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 you look at yourself and think, I'm a businesswoman. I'm smashing it. I've got a fit fiance. I've got so many opportunities. I've got yeah. a beautiful family and an amazing dog. Like why let a a bastard on Instagram bring you down. Yeah, you know fuck, I mean? fuck them, man. Yeah, fuck them. That's it. So all, all in all, don't worry about the things you can't control. Focus on yeah. the things you can and live your best life. Absolutely. 
Oh, Gemma Atkinson, I really love you. Oh, thank you, Vicky. I love you too. It's been absolutely lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much for taking your time out your day and I will let you go back to your busy life now, I promise. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, guys, that was the lovely Gemma Atkinson there. Her brand new book, The Ultimate Body Plan for New Mums, is out today. It's available most places you get your books, your WH Smiths, Amazon, Waterstones, actually available on Asda as well. It's a proper lovely cover, like a turquoisey blue with like a purple trim. She's on the front looking gorgeous with baby Mia. So if you are a new mum, if you are looking to get a sense of yourself back, honestly, I'm not even a mum and I really want it. <laughs> you know where to get it. Um, that's it from me and this week's episode of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I hope you're loving the series. I feel like we're back with a bang and I'm absolutely loving it with a spring in me step. So please tell all of your mates about it. Um, let your friends know if you think they'll enjoy it and leave a review. Do all of the podcasty things. And don't forget, above all else, to have a really great week. Take care, guys. Hold up. 